May 1st, 1999. Deep sea fishing. We got up at 6 a.m. and had a wonderful breakfast of fruits and breads at Spices. We took a cab to Aqua World Tours to go out for a four-hour deep sea fishing expedition. Alan had suggested Dramamine for motion sickness, and I was glad he had. The boat was about a 35-foot cabin cruiser, and there was only one other guest, a man from Argentina, on board. He and Alan made conversation, although neither of them was fluent in the other's language. I loved the rocking and swaying of the boat and would have paid $70 per person just for the ride. I had a thought as we were rocking about on those five-foot swells, 10 miles off the eastern shore of Mexico. I don't want to live in sin, but as yet am unwilling to give up half of all I worked for in order to obtain a divorce from Don. Alan has made it clear that the money doesn't matter, but that neither does the marriage certificate. As to the money, he has said, it's just money, we'll make more. As to the legalization of our bond, he has said, I don't need a piece of paper to be in a committed relationship. It's my understanding that maritime law exceeds all local laws and that you can be married by the captain of a ship. If I married Alan at sea, would it then be an accepted marriage anywhere? I can't marry him in the U.S. until Don is found dead or I divorce him. That could be another three years, and I don't want to be in violation of God's law on adultery or fornication, whichever it happens to be, for that long. The Bible does not set forth any prescribed ceremony for marriage and recognizes common law marriage, but it does require that the Christian abide by the law of the land. U.S. law prohibits me from marrying while I'm still legally married to another. I know Alan is the last man I will ever love. I was wrong there. I could never be with another after knowing this wondrous reciprocal love. Before Alan, I could have been happy with any man. I can be happy no matter what hand I'm dealt, but the happiness he has brought me through his kindness and loving nature is more than I ever bargained for. Nothing else could ever compare. Without Alan, there could never again be true love. I find myself in the middle of the ocean wishing I had my laptop computer so I could pull up maritime law and see if it addresses the problem of one person in the marriage possibly being already married. Looking for a loophole. I asked Alan where the line is that separates local law and maritime law, and he says it's 16 to 20 miles and cites the cruise ships and the gambling laws. Would he jump ship and swim for shore if he knew why I was asking? He already told me he is committed, and I know his history has been to be loyal even when he wasn't in love. So what am I wrestling with? He is Jewish and does not believe that divorce is a sin. To marry me would not, in his mind, forevermore bind him to me. I would only be binding myself. As the Christian believes, there is no excuse for divorce other than adultery, and I don't think he would ever give me that reason. My rush to marry him is twofold, to make my life right with God and to protect him financially in the event of my death. I would want Alan to find love again and want to be sure he never suffers another setback in whatever areas I can protect him. I can assure him of my continued love and admiration for the course of my life, but want to take care of his every need. We read, watched movies, and then dined at Spices. The food was great, the ambiance romantic, and the company terrific.